All right, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another day of Saber Sims DFS Office Hours. It is Wednesday, January 11th of 2023. Got an eight-game eight NBA slate on tap tonight with uh, one of the few Millie Makers that DraftKings runs. So good luck to all uh, participating in the Millie Maker tonight over on DraftKings. Got a four-game NHL slate, and I myself will uh, be looking ahead to PGA kicking off tomorrow morning. So probably getting those lineups ready today, doing some test runs, uh, making sure everything looks good, and then keeping my eye out for any late withdrawals. So a uh, lot to talk about today. You know, we can talk about NBA, talk about PGA, talk about NHL. Looks like there's uh, about two questions in the queue to get us going today. So if you guys have questions, now is a great time to get them in. As always, you can post the questions in the Office Hours channel over in our Discord server. If you're not a member of our Discord, there's a link in the description below to get joined up. Uh, a lot of good conversations happening over there each and every day, uh, especially today. If you are in the channel, you know, jump in the NBA channel. A lot of discussion around, you know, narratives and modeling narratives and a lot of good uh, back and forth, a healthy conversation going on over there. So that's always a fun uh, one to jump in and, and get your two cents, uh, get some feedback from from what other players think as well. So uh, highly recommend joining the Discord if you are not a part of it. If you're just tuning in, have questions, throw them in the live YouTube chat. We will get to everything before the end of the show. Promise you guys that. Uh, that being said, let me get SaberSim pulled up here, and uh, we will jump right into our first few questions to uh, get us kicked off here. Um, one thing I did I did want to note um, really quickly is that we are now utilizing the events feature over in the Discord. So if you are in our Discord. And I'm going to pull that up really quickly right here on stream. Uh, this is this is our Discord. There is this new um, events up in the top left. And it says, you know, happening now, DFS office hours. You can just click on the, the event details and it'll give you the stream link. Or you can just click the stream link. And it will uh, navigate you right over uh, to this stream over on YouTube. So just a new cool feature that we added allows people who are in the Discord to know that we are going live and you can see, you know, all the scheduled streams we have for the week should be a good one. When we start to do, um, you know, we have pop-up streams here and there, you know, we, we have, you know, office hours Monday through Friday, 2 PM Eastern, but should also be fun. Uh, when we do, um, you know, live behind the Sims or, or interview streams that, that Jordan does, you know, with like the models team that, that was, uh, randomly, uh, last week prior to PGA kicking off. So just a good feature for you guys to uh, take advantage of and, and be aware of. So just wanted to call that out, make sure everybody is aware of that, uh, which we will be, will be utilizing regularly. All right. Uh, first question here from M Dumbluski. And the question is, I know the default salaries used to be based on back testing. I noticed they changed a while back. Why was this change implemented to leave so much salary on the table? Uh, yeah, this is a good question. So um, when we went through our sim diversity uh, change, you know, when we um, adjusted this, I believe it was sim variance. When we changed this to sim diversity, there were aspects of the back testing that went into sim diversity that led us to 
decrease men's salary. Basically, you know, kind of in a nutshell, the 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 new um, the new way sims are uh, bucketed and grouped is a lot better, basically than than the way sim variants worked, and it has in our in our testing with with like no men's salary has led to uh, really good lineups even with that threshold uh, gone. So that is why we decreased it to to give the builder more flexibility on a on a night to night basis. Um, it's it's not going to, you know, give you a bunch of min salary lineups, but it is going to be able to better account for, I think like last night's NBA slate is, is a great example, right? If we, if we hover back to uh, yesterday, especially over on DraftKings, there was so much value, right? There was just a, a ton of great value. Um, not all of it got there. You know, we can see like Orlando Robinson, 15 actual points with a projected projection of 33, uh, Dwayne Washington uh, did pretty well. Maryland's Noel did okay. Uh, so, so not all the value got there, unfortunately. But uh, there was like a ton of min price guys who saw a lot of minutes, right? So, so when 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 min salary is higher, I think that you know the slate context and the slate dynamics are changing on a night to night basis, right? But these defaults are not. So, so. The, the best thing that we can do is is to decrease this min salary to allow for those times where, you know, a lower salary build is more viable, right? But with the way sim diversity is is working now, you know, if you run a build at, you know, zero min salary, and like we could try this, right? Let's, let's decrease min salary to zero and then let's run a build. Like I am very certain that we are still going to see uh, very strong lineups. And and I'm going to build 5,000 lineups just so we can get a bigger sample size of this. But but that is why. It, it, is, it basically comes down to we trust sim diversity so much that we want to allow uh, for, for lower salary builds to be built when they're viable, right? I think last night, you know, that was kind of a note I made on my own cheat sheet that, you know, lower salary builds might be viable on a night where there is so much value, right? So... So that's really what it comes down to, MDM Bluesky. Uh, you know, you can always run tests and and check this out, right? We're gonna look at you know the top lineups here. We built this with zero min salary. I believe if you uh, hover, you used to be able to like hover and 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 see what the settings were. Or you, it's up here actually. So you can hover up here. It'll show you uh, some of the context. It looks like it does not show you salary, unfortunately. But we did build this at zero min salary. And if we look at our top lineups, you know, all above 49K, uh, 50,000. So, like, it, it was it was this type of testing, you know, obviously at a much bigger scale and uh, more involved. But when it, it, it always makes me feel comfortable when I give the builder more flexibility and it still does the right things. That tells me that it knows what it's doing and it is able to account for all the things that we say appropriately and, and give you solid lineups. So, you know, zero min salary, top 20 lineups, not a single one b- below 49.1. Um, looks like it's doing, or below 49,000. Looks like it's doing exactly what we um, anticipate it to do. So it's always great to do these tests and, and to check it out. But that is why min salary is lower in, in multiple sports. All right. Uh, next question here. Looks like it's a two-parter. Question says, in cash game, should you use varying lineups per contest or stick with the top Sabre score in every lineup? 
And then um, follow-up question was, just want to get this one over here too. We'll answer them together. Follow-up is, what is the default min salary on DK? I, I think I changed it and not sure what it was. Okay, so if you change the salary, right? I'm going to answer this first part first. You just change your settings back to whatever it was, and then it will um, revert back. That is for GPPs. If you're playing cash, the min salary is going to be zero. Basically, you don't want any restrictions that is going to prevent you from getting the highest projected lineup built. Right. So, you know, if if there is a ton of value on the slate for whatever reason and and the top projected lineup is 40,000, you do not want a min salary barrier that is going to prevent you from getting that uh, no matter what, because that is what is important for cash. So cash, the min salary is zero by default. If you're on GPPs messing around doing stuff, you could just change the, the slider settings and revert it back. And that will uh, bring your min salary back to whatever value it is set to by default. All right, going back to this first question. Uh, in cash games, should you use varying lineups per contest or stick with the top saber score in every lineup? Um, to be honest, I'm not a big cash player. Um, I think a lot of us over here at Saber Sim are not. Uh, cash is really hard in, in, in 2023 DFS now. Um, you know, one, you got to beat the rake. And then two, you got to make a profit on top of that. Um, we feel that, you know, your bankroll is usually... Um, more worthwhile somewhere else in, in GPP specifically where you can have some of those more exponential higher outcomes and uh, get a big return on your profit. Right. But if you are playing cash, I, my, my, uh, my opinion is to take, okay. And, and, and this is one distinction I want to make. You said top saber score in every lineup. You should not be, you should not be playing the top saber score lineup in cash. You should be playing the highest projected lineup or the, the um, highest 50th percentile lineup, right? But I think both of those are good options. And I'm just going to run a couple of cash lineups here, and we can talk about it. You should notice that the cash uh, lineups build slower than the GPP lineups. That is intentional. You know, the way that the cash algorithm works is different from the way that the GPP algorithm works. And with the cash uh, builder, we are trying to build the the mathematically optimal or highest projected lineup uh you know descending so that that does take more time that is why the cash builder does go slower so not a bug or anything like that uh the logic is just different and a little more um time intensive uh a lot more calculations going on with the cash builder but i'm just going to stop it at 20 here so you're going to see that it is default sorted by projected score uh, that is a recent change that we made, something that a lot of people had been asking for. Um, you know, for GPPs, it is default Sabre score, but for cash, it is default projected score. I think projected score is fine. I also think that um, 50th percentile is is fine as well. Um, you know, if you, if you don't feel strongly about it, I would just stick with the default. But, you know, should you play the the, the top lineup in, in every contest? Um I think it depends, you know, how much um, money you're playing, you know, how much of your action is in cash. I mean, in theory, you should, yes, you should play this top lineup every in every single contest because that is the top projected score lineup. You know, this lineup is almost two projected points lower than this top one. So, 
you know, you, you can't really sacrifice projected points in cash. So I would, I would probably just play this top lineup in every cash contest and then manage the amount of money you're risking, um, you know, in that one lineup, right? How much money is invested in a single lineup? Uh, that, that is something that you should think about when, when entering cash contests. But for, I think, I think best practice, play the top lineup, manage uh, the amount of money you are risking with that one lineup. I think that's best practice. Not a cash guy myself. So if there's any uh, cash sharks out there who have an opinion, would be happy to hear it. All right. Uh, and then um, kind of had had some, had some feedback right here. Said, uh, uh, awesome. Thanks, Andrew. Just curious. Uh, happy to do my best. And then next question here from GM33. I see Grayson in the YouTube chat. Grayson, I will jump over and answer your question. After I am through with the Discord questions, this is our last Discord question. Guys, I have any questions, now is a great time to get them in, as always. Uh, GM33 said, for tonight's NBA eight-game slate, if I wanted to run a single build for 65 lineups, 320 maxes, two single entries, and one three max, how would you adjust the default sliders to accommodate? Would you build it under a specific drop-down configuration, or would you, uh, would you, for example, pick the 20 max and drop to manual mode and fine tune the sliders. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's a uh, right or wrong answer here. Uh, personally, when, when I'm in this situation, you know, maybe I'm in a time crunch. I don't have time to, you know, split up my lineups into diversifiers and elevators. Maybe, you know, late breaking news. I got to build it all at once. Usually what I'll do, I'll just build it all at the highest setting. Like if I'm playing, you know, you're saying you're playing three 20 maxes. Um, if I'm playing, you know, 20 max, and maybe it's over 50,000. Maybe, maybe it's not. Maybe it's like 10 to 50. I'll just build it at whatever the highest contest um, slider settings are. So so if I have, you know, a single entry, that's 1 to 10,000 where the sliders are lower. And then I have a 3 max where the sliders are a little higher. And then I have a 20 max where the sliders are even higher. I would just use the 20 max setting. Uh, my, my personal reason for doing this is that, you know, a lineup, in a 20 max might not win a 20 max, but it could probably win a single entry, right? If you, if you have, you know, a, a fifth place in, in a 20 max contest, like the quarter jukebox. Um, and then you go and look at, at the highest score in, you know, the $1 single entry. Um, more often than not in, in my anecdotal experience, uh, that, that, fifth place lineup probably could have won the single entry. Right. So I think that, you know, just building uh, all of my lineups that could win the 20 max that I'm shooting for uh, could prop could probably win the other smaller single entries, three maxes as well. So I would just build it all on the highest and, and go from there. I think it's totally fine to, to come in here and say, okay, you know, my sliders for my 20 max are three, four, seven. And then my sliders for my single entry are two, two, six. And then I'm going to do something in the middle, like a two, three, six, um, you know, these, these, uh, one, two slider ticks, um, aren't, aren't going to make too big of a difference. I think if you are, um, you know, focusing on, you know, adjusting, um, inputs and doing different things like that. Um, I think you're going to get solid lineups either way, but I, I don't think there's a wrong or right answer. And I think all of the methods have value. The only thing I'd probably caution is like, don't, don't take, you know, your single entry sliders, and then use that for your 20 max. You know, the reason sliders, you know, sim diversity is higher is 
that, you know, we, we want more of those narrowed range of outcomes where those players have higher, higher upside outcomes, higher ceilings. That is what is going to win you those 20 max, you know, those 150 max contests. So that's why I always kind of like to lean on the high side uh, better than leaning on the low side, but good question there, GM 33. And we are hopping over to YouTube chat. Got a question from Grayson. Grayson said, what's up, Andrew? How would, how would I create one build where you targeted certain players in games? Example, Phoenix had three optimal players yesterday. What if I wanted to create this type of build for three games? Um, really quickly, uh, GM33 said, uh, thank you. Yep, no worries, GM33. Happy you're able to catch it live. Uh, so, so getting back to this question, you know, how would I create one build where you target certain players in games? Example, Phoenix had three optimal plays yesterday. What if I wanted to create this type of build for three games? So what I would do is that, you know, it sounds like you have like kind of like a like a core or or, or a group of players that you want to target. You know, we're going to use yesterday as an example. Again, I think yesterday was a good slate. Maybe you say, you know, I want to target the value players on Phoenix, on uh, Miami, and on Detroit. I think those are like the three big kind of value spots yesterday, which we can see right here, you know, sorting, descending value, Miami, Detroit, Phoenix, uh, multiple players over six value, over seven value, right? What I would do is I would put them in a group probably. And and I would I would come in here, I would do a manual group rule, and I would put them all in the rule. And then I would say, you know, use at least, I don't know, use at least four, use at least five, maybe four. Um maybe maybe five where you can get like probably some some of each team and then i would i would you know it, and this is this is not something i like really suggest but but if you are looking for something like that where you just want to make sure that you get these guys in your lineup you know maybe you want to grab all the guys over six value from each of these teams and make sure that they get into your lineup right so i'm going to take the guys that all got six value from these three teams see how many of them there are and then kind of go from there so that gives us 15 players maybe i'm saying you know use at least four of them that way you know at least i know that on on DraftKings there are eight players in an nba lineup so half of your lineup is going to be from these value guys i i think you're going to get them right off the bat anyways but, you know, if, if I wanted to create a rule that way, I just know that it's in there. Uh, this I would do something along these lines to make sure that they got in there. You're, one, you're giving the builder some flexibility with 15 players. I think that is kind of a key takeaway is you're not being too stringent on which players get into the lineup, but you are making sure from this small cohort of players, I am using at least four. And I think by default, the builder is going to use a lot of these players, but nevertheless, you can... Uh, Make sure that happens with a manual group rule. And then, you know, I just turned the rule off, um, you know, as like a test. I, what I want to do is I just want to run 500 lineups really quickly. And then let's look at, you know, what some of those lineups look like and what some of those values look like. So we're going to run 500 lineups here. Let these lineups load. If I were to come over here on the right, I'm pretty sure I can add value, value in here. No, I can't. All right, unfortunate. Um, you know, 
take take a note of those guys that we were talking about, right? These value guys. So like this one, you know, we got Robinson, we got Washington, and we have Diallo. So that's that's already three guys right there over that sixth value threshold that we talked about, right? And then you go down. We got Gabe Vincent. We got Dwayne Washington. We got Damian Lee. Uh, that's and we got Orlando Robinson. That's four, right? So I mean, you know, I don't think you have to. My my kind of my kind of point by doing this, and and you know, we could we could go down and and, and keep doing this. Um, but but really, like the point I'm trying to make is that you know, Saberson understands that you know these these players are good plays, right? Like these guys are good plays, point per dollar, gonna get you a lot of points and save you salary that you can go spend on guys, you know, like Luca, like like Kawhi, um, and 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 Nurkic, like all these guys did did really good, right? This is a max salary build, so it is gonna work in those guys at at a good rate. Um, you, group roles are 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 fine. Um, you know, I the way I try to build is is let the builder be a little more organic and kind of spot check some of these things in the post build, just like we're doing now. Uh, you know, maybe you come in and, and you check, you know, your five stacks, you check your, your four stacks. Who are we four stacking? Oh, Miami and Phoenix. Oh, those are our value teams. So like, I'm totally fine with that. Right. This goes back to something we talked about yesterday with, with uh, setting a rule to allow no more than three players into your lineup, but maybe you do want to allow four for Phoenix and Miami in these, uh, rare spots right so i think that you know i i tend to advise try and stay away from hard and fast rules and allow the builder to put in certain uh combinations at the rate that it sees fit and then spot check those things in the post build and i i've personally um found that the builder is doing exactly what i want in those scenarios so i've been very happy with it i would encourage you guys to you know if you have an idea or something that you don't like in your lineups or you want in your lineups, uh, see if Saber Sims is giving that to you. And if it is, great. Don't set a rule. And if it's not, then maybe set your rule and 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 go from there. So just some food for thought for you guys there. Uh, looking here, uh, that is our last question in the Discord and the YouTube chat. Um, stay on the lookout for some... Um, content coming out. Jordan and I are going to be working on some videos behind the scenes that we are pretty excited about. So, um, you know, um, kind of, uh, don't want to give too many details, but, uh, looking forward to that content and, and any feedback you guys have there. But that being said, you know, um, got a question right here from HC. Hey, Andrew, how important do you feel is late swap? If you do minimal changes to your builds, HC, I think late swap is very important. And, Mostly because even if you, you know, are not doing changes on the home screen, whatever it may be, like the model is, right? The the Sims are, uh, we are. Um, what what you see at lock could be very different from what happens after lock. Uh, I think I think some things that happened yesterday was you know Tory Craig and Landry Shamit. I uh, hope I pronounced his name right, uh, were, or I'm sorry, I think Shamit was ruled out and then Craig was ruled in for Phoenix, right? Um, that affects, you know, who's going to play on Phoenix, right? Somebody has to move up and start. Uh, somebody has to um, get extra minutes off of the bench. You know, if you're not taking advantage of those things, 
you're giving up a lot of edge in NBA just because those players aren't in your lineup. Maybe you're only playing like a handful of lineups, right? You're like, Oh, you know, I don't, I don't have any of that player. So I'm not going to worry about it. Um, you know, that, that is opening up extra minutes for lower salary players. And by not swapping, you are sacrificing those value plays that would allow you to swap onto a better play, you know, Maybe you are playing, you know, LaMelo ball and, um, and then value opens up on may like maybe LaMelo balls in your single entry. Right. And then value opens up on Miami, but you're like, I don't have any Miami. I'm not going to swap. But if you did swap, you would capture, you would get a Miami player in your lineup. And then now you could take that extra salary that you saved and then go and play somebody like Luca who, who did really well last night. Right. So that, that is like the situation why late swap is important. It'll allow you to get more projected points and then use that salary elsewhere. So would always recommend late swapping. Um, if you're not interested in late swapping, play some of these turbos, play some of the night slates, play some of the showdowns. Like there's, there's a lot of good action in, in these, in these slates, right? There's a lot of action under that $3 threshold where the sharks can't play. Um, I've, I've been looking into that a lot in, in, in trying to work it into my process. And I've, I've been surprised at how much good action you can get in some of these other slates. So just some uh, thoughts there, HC, but good question as always. Uh, that being said, you know, if you guys have questions about, you know, uh, PGA, NBA, NHL, you guys can throw those in the chat. Uh, if anybody tunes in, you know, late, um, uh, has a question on their mind or throughout the day as they're building, throw it in the office hours channel. We will get to it on tomorrow's show and that will give us a queue of questions to get started with. But until tomorrow, good luck in your contest. You guys need anything. Team is always around in discord and I will see you then. Take care.